I clap, bitch. You did it, baby. I did it, baby. All right. Well, hold on. Well, you don't drink because no, of I'm... the accident. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> so, anyway, I took a little drink, drink. Guys, welcome to the last episode of season three of Booze and Broadway. The last episode And hopefully ever. my life. Okay, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Green water. I'm so, um, <laughs> so immensely sad. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and cut over to my uh, co-host. Please slate for us. Tell us uh, what uh, co-host you are and what show we're doing. I'm co-host number 60, and um, we're doing um, Annie. Not live. That's right. We chose Annie to end a season. Don't put no we. (laughs) Don't put no we chose. No, we ain't Um, chose nothing. Nathan chose. (coughs) I did chose. (laughs) Love the grammar. Just directly into the microphone. Oh. Now, can first of all, this was one of the first major shows we did together. Was it? Well, it literally was days and often thinking because it was done... a show we did together. We did do it together, unfortunately, and because um... we had done, we did Heather's, and we had done another show that we were not right for, and then uh, <laughs> uh, we did Annie, and we did Wedding Singer. Oh, we did do Wedding Singer. That's right. That was a long pause, but I love that. Um, yeah, we did Wedding Singer. What was it? Was Wedding Singer first? Yeah. The other show, and then Antique. Yes. Yes. Which, so Taylor, what what did you do for that show? Everything. No. Um, I apparently I was listed as I got paid for, um, music direction, which was a joke because I'm not a music director. But the music is very easy for Annie. There's like nothing written. There's like no harmony. There's like written. one harmony. And I got yelled at by the director for um not doing enough harmony. And I was like, well, it's not written, so anyway. That's illegal. <laughs> That's not but adding I'm stuff for. is illegal. Literally. You wanna do it? Call him TI. I don't have time. Oh, I also did the wigs. You remember? I also like yeah. um stood backstage and just combed a one wig like seventy five times. <laughs> And, um... Whose wig was that? Um, I don't think it really mattered. I know we had little Annie's wig, and, like, that one was curled. And that one I never touched. And then, like, um, I truly don't know. I just remember that that's all I would sit back there and do. Okay. Um... Okay. Yeah, yeah. cool. <laughs> no, my... Can I... My favorite story from... Auditioning because I wasn't gonna audition <coughs> for that show, and then you messaged me and you're like, "If you come right now, you will be cast because you were a boy. You were a boy. Come now, please come now." <laughs> but my favorite, I got in my car, I came, did not have a resume, did not have anything prepared, and but what's <laughs> different than usual? T- but go ahead, <laughs> right? And so Taylor, <laughs> Taylor said, "I told them you were a mover at Disney." <laughs> So dance. No. Um, and I was like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> that was wild. That was such a wild process. I remember the guy that came in, because it was at a theater that we won't name. Um, we don't live there anymore. Who cares? But um, at the place of places that we did that, there was a guy they wanted for Warbucks. And he was like, yeah, if you pay me, I think he wanted like 400 a week or something. And then he came in because, of course, that made sense. And he was horrible. He was absolutely horrible. I remember thinking, my God, I'm not even getting paid that. And you want, like, that much? Anyway, he didn't get it, obviously. Um, I just will never forget that. I remember him being like, I want $300. And then we also had this girl audition. And she came in and she was like, because the show ran for four weeks. And she was like, I can't do the first week. The third week or the fourth week of performances. I can only do the second. And we were like, why are you auditioning? (laughs) And she was like, I also can't do rehearsals because I have another show that I'm in. What was she doing? um, The most. Um, I don't know. (laughs) (coughs) 
Oh my gosh. It was wild. I remember thinking, why are we even seeing her? Yes. Now, my... Now, okay, so that was a show that you and I did. Cyrilda was there. I don't know. Yeah, we've talked about Cyrilda on the show before. If you haven't, she's going to get you for it. No, she... We have. Uh, Yeah, so... It was a wild time. It was. That's where I met Rocco. <gasps> yes, that is where you met Rocco. I hope he's doing well. Yes. He's probably like 40 now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's get into it. Are you ready for this? I'm so ready for this. I guess. I might as well be. Well, might, might, this might as well happen to <laughs> me with the world. NBC, when they decided to do okay. it last week. Okay, I'm going to take a look. Okay. Wow. I love it. Okay. My favorite thing was when Jane Krakowski had to back out. And then all the promo shots just, like, had Megan Hilty standing by herself <laughs> in street clothes. Literally. It was like, and, like, the fan was blowing on her head. Oh. <laughs> uh, I love it. It was so wild. It was, it was great. It was, like, such a... Oh, NBC. Oh, NBC. <gasps> NBC. <laughs> okay. Okay. So. <laughs> okay. So, Annie is a 1990... Nope. Is a 1977... <laughs> musical. I know. And it is based on the Little Orphan Annie comics. The girl with the white eyes with no pupils. Okay, so. <laughs> I hate this show. God almighty. Okay, keep going. The music is by Charles Strauss. We love him. He also did other things. Uh, lyrics <laughs> by Martin Sharon. Sharnan. We did it. <laughs> we did it. What is it? Tell me. Tell me right now. <laughs> I'm just trying to get through it. I'm just trying to get through. Okay, and the book is by Thomas Meehan. Good job. Good for him. Okay. Good for this family. Come on, on, white men. Come on. Never had anything before. Come on. They've had it too hard for too long. This is what gets my show canceled. (laughs) So, it ran at the Alvin Theater, and it opened on April 21st, 1977. Okay. It was nearing popular. Um... It closed in 1983 after 2,377 performances. Could you fucking imagine? Like, if you played your cards right, you could play Annie into Grace. (laughs) 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 Okay, work. Cool. My luck, it would be like, I'm not even going to go there. But yeah, sure. You could. You could. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It set the record for the longest running show at the Alvin Theater, which Stephen is now the King? Neil Simon Theater. What? Stephen King's It? Oh, you mean It as in It as in Annie. Okay. <laughs> I was like, what did I mess up? Um, well, your life. But it will continue. Yes. Okay. It uh, it set the longest running show at the Alvin Theater, which is now the Neil Simon Theater, uh, <gasps> until Hairspray. Is. Was it really? It's across the street from Cher the Show did not break that record. <gasps> no, it didn't. It sure didn't. Um, but okay. Okay, that was really <laughs> bad. That was really bad. That was really bad. Now, well, it's okay. Thoughts and prayers. Now, there's been 58,000 productions of Annie, roughly. One of my <laughs> one of my favorite jokes is from Shit's Creek. When Moira auditions for the all-female, um, uh, like the the girl band yeah, 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 yeah. that she's a part of. And uh, she doesn't want to audition because she's Moira Rose. And the woman who's running is like, I have to make everybody audition. I even had to make Heather audition. And she was in a regional production of Annie. And Moira goes, who hasn't been? <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Literally. Because <laughs> it's true. Um, there was a Broadway revival in 2010, nope, 2012, um, and Jane Lynch was 
uh, Mrs. Hannigan. Not the original one, but she was on Broadway as Miss Hannigan. Which, I'm here for that casting. Glee! <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. I don't even now, think that was on pitch. Here's my ahead. favorite thing to talk about. <gasps> Tony nominations. Okay, okay. As he chugs. I love it. Okay. They got nominated for a lot. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, the nominations are Best Leading Actor in a Musical. I don't know why I started writing Daddy these down, but keep going. Um, Best Leading Actress. Who? <laughs> to keep to keep a chart. You said um, it. I was like, sure, let me write this down. This is important. This is real. Uh-huh. By this Reed matters. Shelton. Uh-huh. Uh, Best Leading Actress by Andrea McArdle. Yeah. Um, for Auntie. And Best Direction of a Musical by Martin Charin. Charnin. We did it. Uh, yeah. They did not win those awards. Did they really not? They were nominated. And that's what counts. Mm-hmm. 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 You can keep going. Okay. Now, the Tony Awards that they won. Best Musical. A Best Book of a Musical. Best Original Score. Best Choreography. Best Scenic... It was 1977. Best Scenic Design. Best Costume Design. And Best Leading Actress in a Musical for Dorothy Loudon. Who played Miss Hannigan. Good Good for this family. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. You just told me all these facts that I apparently didn't know. Did you know that Sarah Jessica Parker was an Annie? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Did you know that What's-Her-Face McArdle was supposed to be an Annie live and she backed out? Why did she? She claimed her father was sick. Which, I mean, that's not a that's not a claim. It's like, it might actually have been sick. I'm sorry. Um, but she... They had wrote her a new... Okay, first of all, I was she watching... She said her dad was sick. <laughs> My dad is sick. <laughs> and she, like, had to be out. <laughs> and I really coughed. Um, no, so she said her dad was sick. But, like, they wrote her that new role of Eleanor Roosevelt. Was it needed? <laughs> no. But I was watching on um, Z YouTube the other day. Um, in preparation for this. Please tell me they had, like, a backstage rehearsal... No, they had her play in Miss Hannigan years later. <gasps> yes, I watched it. I was like, okay, I can, I can get down for that. My dog is barking. Um, I was like, I can get down for that. I can get down for that. It was, it was, it happened. It was nice. It worked. The sun came out tomorrow. Mm. I mean, I always think it's cute when somebody did it. I I always think it's cute when, like, somebody who is, like, in the original production of something comes back and they're, like, obviously a different role. Uh, in like, a community theater production, You know, Lara Bell Bundy as, like, Brooke Wyndham when they revive. Or Lara Bell Bundy <laughs> as um, <laughs> Callahan. I would pay for it. Whitney. Whitney. <laughs> Laura Bell Bundy as Courtney. Take your break. <laughs> Laura Bell Bundy as the marquee. She's just the lights. She just stands out and like holds. She's like responsible for turning them to like make them chase. And they're like, oh my God, it's Laura Bell Bundy. She's like, I don't have yeah. time. I don't have time. I don't have time. She's like, this is one L of a show. <laughs> Come in and see it. Or she's an usher. She's passing out like playbills. Here you go. Please. I love it. People are like, you look familiar. She lives in Nashville. Good for her. <laughs> anyway, I okay, met her. So, I met her before the pandemic. You did, and then you thought you were sick. Well, because she was like one of the first people to get COVID, and I was like, "Oh my god, she gave it to me a month ago when I met her." <laughs> <laughs> Laura Bell Bundy is patient zero. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, sorry. That's not even what we're talking about. You'll probably cut all this. That's so fine. Okay. No, I won't. I'm keeping it all in. There are no edits to this episode. So He's lazy, um, folks. You heard it here first. Period. Um, so, the original cast... <laughs> the original cast... <laughs> Shut up, Taylor. <laughs> Annie was played by Andrea McArdle. Goodbye. Yay. Okay. Good for her. Good for her. Good for her. Okay. Daddy, Daddy Warbucks was played by Reed Shelton. Yay. He's okay. probably dead now, right? 
Miss Agatha Hannigan, Miss Hannigan, was played by Dorothy Loudon. And Cyrilda Mayberry. (laughs) (laughs) And don't you forget it. Never. Not once. She did good. She was great. We have to tell the Hannigan story when we get closer to it. About the woman with the chair? Absolutely about the woman with the chair. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, okay, okay. Um, okay. Grace was played by Sandy Faison. Good for her. Uh, Rooster was played by Robert Fitch. And Lily St. Regis was played by Barbara Irwin. Good for them. Good for all of them, really. Mama, work. Steady paycheck. Until you age out. Who'd you say? I said until you age out of Annie. Only if you're an orphan. If you, if no rules apply, much like us whenever we audition, who would you be in this show? Um, I think I would Mrs. Pugh. (laughs) (laughs) What does she say at the end? She's like, no more mush. No more mush. Yes, basically. Yes. Um, I I could get down with Mrs. Pugh. Um, I think I'd want to be, um, probably Hannigan. That would be fun to be like. I could see it. I mean, she's mean. She's, she hates everything. She needs money. Who doesn't? Oh, God, I love it. But, you know, in, in, I know. I'm actually kind of surprised. Why? What do you think I was going to say? Daddy Warbucks? Eh. No. No, no, no. I was going to say, I'm kind of surprised that Miss Hannigan isn't one of those, like, more popular roles that are gender bent. Oh. I thought you were going to say that you were surprised that more people didn't want to play it. And I was like, because everyone already has. <gasps> Curtain. <gasps> like a grain of corn. Yeah, a grain of corn. Okay. And BJ sues us for that. But, um... <laughs> Oh my god. I miss him. I hope he's well. I just wrote on this table, just so you know, in like green marker. Like that's how like spaced out I got talking to you. Anyway. It is interesting. I will tell you who I would be in this show. I think <laughs> I was like gonna ask you. I was like, let's see how long we can go. <coughs> go ahead, tell us. Tell us who you'd be. Are you I have not been okay for years, but it's fine. Okay, well, good to know. I think I would like to be, first of all, I'd like to be Rooster. I think I'd be a pretty okay Rooster. Secondly, what I did in the show that we did was honestly my dream. I did Star to Be. Yes, I was Star to Be. There are videos. There was no And then I was Bert Healy. Right, right. Right. That's not true! <laughs> no, the girl we offered it to simply said, I do not want to go on stage, and we love you, Megan. But, you know, um, Nathan, you did a great job. You did a great job as Star to Be. Because you Shut are our little up. Star to Be. <laughs> Look at my hair! I like I've been a Star to was. <laughs> Star to, eh. You know, that one. You made it. No, that was fun. I'm glad you did that. I'm really glad you got to. Me too. Before, you know, before the accident. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I hate you. Oh my God. My gosh. Well, if there's no other business uh, to attend to. I can't wait. Here we go. Take a little, take a little sip. And then let's, oh no, wait, hold on. Let's talk about. The Miss Hannigan story. Please tell the Miss okay. Hannigan story. Because you were actually there for auditions when it happened. Apparently. So, I, we go in, and this lady comes in at this theater that seats maybe three. And she's, she comes in, <laughs> and she... <laughs> we did Annie in a black box. Don't get me started. But, um... <laughs> we did Annie in a lunch box. <laughs> Okay, so anyway, um, she comes in, and I can say this because I am. She was very heavyset, and she's, like, holding on to the chairs to walk in. Um, she walks in. She's a very heavyset woman, and she's, like, clamping down, like, holding <laughs> on to all the chairs. And I was like, okay, cool. She's cool. 
Um, and she fills out her form and she's like, I have to be Hannigan. So she gets up and she sings, but she's <laughs> seated mostly for the song. And then she tells the director. It was a character choice. It was a choice. Oh, a choice. She sang um, from Chicago, When You're Good to Mama. That's what she's saying. And she brought in the vocal score of the movie. Okay, that's honestly not a bad choice for a Hannigan audition. No, it wasn't a bad choice. It wasn't. But anyway, so she told the director that she required... Um, <laughs> That she required a chair at all times and two, like, young, Same. handsome boys to walk around with her to make sure she didn't fall or she would not accept the role. So we went with Sirota Mayberry. And it was not offered. <laughs> it was not offered. <laughs> <laughs> she sat there, like, the whole audition. We were like, you're good to go. And she was like, no. And I was like, okay. Well, you enjoy your time. You enjoy your time. I don't think she knew how to get back That's out. That's me at an audition. <laughs> you're good to go? No. no. I'm going to start doing that. No. You're going to see me again. No, we're not. But you can sit there. Taking up the three of the four seats that this place sits. seats, And you're just going to take up three of them. <laughs> anyway, I heard she died. So, R.I.P. She's very much alive, and she's the only one that listens to this podcast. It's her and Emily, and they're the only two that listen. <laughs> they're going back and forth, and she's like, I gotta find out who this is, saying this about me. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to all our fan. Now, are we gonna talk? Hey, 212. We're, we're gonna do the stumble through. Honey. As we stumble along. <gasps> As we stumble Coming in season three. Oh, um, God. Oh, Why wait, would that this not be your first three. Coming in season four. Uh, he doesn't even know what year it is. Why Um, <laughs> Why was that not your first choice? I mean, drowsy chaperone. You're drowsy. You need a chaperone. I think this would have been a great choice for your first show. Okay, so let's go back. Guys, coming next season is season one of Booze and Broadway, a new long-form <laughs> podcast where we talk about Broadway and a drunken... Okay, anyway. So, lights down. We're in the now Neil Simon Theater. Hey, Alvin, Neil Simon, Theodore. <laughs> How long have you been sitting on that one, baby? Did you think about that? I honestly just thought of it. I'm so proud of you. Look at you go. The stumble through will be concluded by one person and one person only. It will be. <laughs> so. It's a hot glue gun. It didn't work. Okay. Lights down. Lights down. Are the lights Taylor, down? Where do you like to. S yes. Shut up. Where do you like to sit in a the theater? It depends on what time I'm seeing it. Um, I like... First time. Oh, I'm going to sit in the orchestra. Okay, I'll sit in the mez as long as it's like first mez and it's like the first like row. Because then I can see the yeah. orchestra. I like to see that. But they distract me because I'm like, I'm like bad at that. Not like in a good way. Like, obviously the show should like take me in. But like if I can see the orchestra, I'm watching them. Because that like mesmerizes me when we first saw mama mia in london we sat in these box seats and we could see straight into the pit all i did was watch them i didn't care what was going on on stage <gasps> i did but all i did was watch there were like 16 keyboards down there and a guitar and i was like yeah and then they like read their little books during like song break oh i love it sorry go ahead uh-huh uh-huh yeah you were like really delayed there and i was like really concerned no, we're okay. We're going to do great. This is going to line up just fine. Okay, so. Episode never airs. Okay, go ahead. Taylor's in the orchestra. <laughs> Please. Hello? <laughs> Please. No, it has to air. If okay, it's Annie, so. If it's Annie, Taylor's probably like not What's happening? There. But go ahead. Sorry. I'm having a stroke. Of genius. <coughs> Tony, 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 Tony. Yes. Okay. So, the lights come up and we're in an orphanage. 
This is not Hamilton. Um, but <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. Okay. Okay. You're an orphan. I'm an orphan. Okay. So, um, we hear this little girl singing, singing, and she's like, "My parents are somewhere, and maybe one day." I will see them. Probably not, though. So, (laughs) these... Well, that's true. So, um, one little girl is, like, scared of going to sleep because she is a child, and she has to sleep in a big room of girls. And Annie's like, it's okay. I'm here for you. That's what I said. And so, uh, (laughs) Annie is like, I'm going to find my mom and my dad. A.K.A. my parents. And all the kids are like. As so many do. Um, So she's going to leave. But she is caught by Miss Hannigan. Miss Hannigan is not a well person. She is a. Well, I think she's an alcoholic. Yeah. (coughs) That's safe to say. That's safe to say. Verbally abusive. Okay. And hinted at physically abusive. Everything a good mother should be. Let's cut to Beverly. So, <laughs> okay, I'm done. So a so because Annie is trying to escape, Hannigan is like, no, no, you're gonna stay here and you're going to clean until it. This room shines like the top of the Chrysler Building. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cut to it is a hard knock life. Y'all fucking know what hard knock life is. So I'm not fucking telling y'all. Now, I do want to stop (coughs) and go back. Oh, God. Okay. (laughs) Let's go back. My favorite... Okay. No. Because this was Ireland. Ireland was amazing. She was one of our orphans in the show. Um, And hold on. She was this orphan who came out. This is my favorite line of Hard Knock Live. They go, Santa Claus, we never see. Santa Claus, what's that? Who's he? They're so poor, they don't even know what Christmas is. I think they know what Christmas is. I think they just don't get Santa Claus kids. I read that this one teacher one time gave the Jewish kid that line. Stop. And I was like, that's wrong. And this girl was like posting all of this stuff on Twitter, like how her teacher shouldn't have done that. You shouldn't have done that, teacher. She did not do that. I literally, it was like a whole tweet thing, like I read one time. It was like years ago. She was like, you know the line in Annie? She was like, my teacher gave this to This is Iron like the high Jewish school kid. that did rent and they were all diabetic. <laughs> we're not gonna check our insulin. We're not gonna check our insulin. Okay, anyway. Um, but I couldn't think of anything else. But do you know... Um, Crap, what was I going to say? Oh, you're going to talk about that song. I like Maybe. I think that's a cute song. Maybe's cute. Okay, it's like a pre-I want song. I love it. Sorry, go ahead. It's literally I want parents. Good for you. Good for yes. you. Okay, sorry. Okay, now. They sing Hard Not Live. They clean up the room. And then this laundry man comes in to pick up all the laundry. And Annie uses him as an escape into the city. Uh, and, now, uh, Miss Hannigan comes in, and she's like, everybody line up. And all the girls line up, and Annie isn't there. And she's like, where's Annie? And they're like, I don't know. (laughs) Can you imagine she comes in, she's like, yeah, I'm about to say, keep it going. Okay, sorry, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. Cut that. No, um, I'm going to tag your school in this episode. (laughs) Which one? Okay, go ahead. Uh, (laughs) uh, No, this is when Sorota Mayberry famously yells out, Police! Police! (laughs) But this time it was in a show. Um, So. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Sorota. Okay. So, (coughs) Annie runs away. And she runs into a real-ass dog. Okay? I can't believe I just said that. A dog. Yes, a dog. (laughs) So, she sings, 
Tomato, where <laughs> she sings about when she is stuck with a day that's gray and lonely, she just puts up her one single chin what? and grins and Singular says, chin. I hate her for that. You hate to see other people living your dreams, even Ooh. an orphan on the streets. Look at that orphan. <laughs> that one chinned orphan. Uh, Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, y'all also know what tomorrow is, so. What's tomorrow? Don't act like y'all don't. Okay. It's only a day away. Oh, I thought you meant like actually something would be tomorrow, like your birthday or my birthday or. You meant the song. No. I swear I'm not dumb. Please go ahead. I did. Can you spell tomorrow? T-O-M-O. Oh, shit. T-O-M-O-R-R-O-W? You got it. Third try. (gasps) We cut the first two attempts. So, uh... (laughs) Shut up! Yes. So, so, she gets caught by the police, finally. And they're like, hey, that dog isn't yours. And she goes, yes, it is. And so the police officer makes the dog stand on one side of the stage because he knows he's in a play. And Annie stands on the other side of the stage. (laughs) And he says, you have to make this dog walk over to you. And then I'll let this dog go with you. Okay, cool. So she calls the dog's name, which is Sandy. And it works. Can you believe? And then we get a tomorrow reprise. Like we needed. Cool. So, now, we cut to homeless people. Now, I would like to tell a quick story because <laughs> Taylor made me be in scenes that I didn't want to be in. And Who so, is telling you? I got directed this show. <coughs> I did. It was sad. Di- <laughs> there, there it is. So... Okay, one of my one of my favorite stories was Taylor is very particular about his bowels and how bowels work. And we oh. were doing tech for Annie. And at one point, he just stood up in front of the director and was like, I'm going to fix this. And like literally did bowels <laughs> in, in like 30 seconds. And it was amazing. <laughs> I can't stand a sloppy curtain. Oh, I'm sorry. It was just done. But you'll watch a sloppy show. The woman was too stunned to speak. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Please. So we we meet all these homeless people because of the Great Depression. Homeless, My not 30s. So, um, <laughs> gotcha. Uh, yours so, was funnier. The Great Depression. Uh, Go ahead. Thank you. Uh, finally, <laughs> I have the winning joke. So in this scene, they gave me a coat to wear that was too long for my arms so I pretended to be a homeless person with no hands <gasps> and they all called me no hands Nathan <laughs> how did I forget that I just remembered that when you said that you're like the coat was too long I was like oh my god I <laughs> the coat was too long for the performer's hands so <laughs> oh, god. But my my favorite part is there's a line that I had where, like, the police are coming and somebody's like, Jerry, hold me. And I always went, like, how? And, like, because I didn't have hands. And we dressed Megan up as the woman from Home Alone 2. <laughs> yeah. The pigeon woman. Yes. yes. Put her in that black wig and, like, da, like that da, coat. Da, 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 da. I hate it here. So, me too. So, they sing a song, because they're homeless, called We'd Like to Thank You, Herbert Hoover, about how Herbert Hoover, as a president, led them to the disparaging lives that they have today. I kind of like that song. And for some reason in our show, it was a dance number. We'd like to thank you, Herbert Hoover. I mean... My thing... Okay. My, okay, my favorite is that Megan was in the number and Megan was like, I will not dance. And so Megan just stood on a bench the entire number. And it was absolutely amazing. 
I literally have a video of her doing from rehearsal. She's like, ho, ho, ho. And everyone's like dancing around her. And she's just like above them, like the big homeless <laughs> angel. And just like, not big. I love you so much. She probably heard that. Um, but like this homeless angel that's just like standing above them all. I hate Christmas. And then she throws the Christmas tree <laughs> at all the classmates. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. So... <laughs> I wish she would come in here. I wish she would come in here and talk about that, but she's not going to. <laughs> the cops come and break up the homeless people for being homeless uh, and take Annie back to the orphanage. With a t- I love your emo face. So, <coughs> uh, we are back to... Oh, wait! This is when Miss Hannigan is listening to the soap opera because for some reason I also had to be the voice of the soap opera she was listening to. You remember so much. No, my but an elephant never forgets. <laughs> One of my favorite things is is oh during 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 Evan Hansen. Uh, Sorry, go ahead. During one of the circle singing moments before the show. Oh god. Uh, uh, we can't talk about this. We were we no, we were being dismissed. No, no, we were being dismissed, and our director looked at Taylor and was like, you have to go tell him. I don't want to. And Taylor walks up to me, and you're like, you have to be the voice of the soap opera. There is nobody else to do it. And I was like, I'm gonna fucking kill myself. (laughs) And you did. And you did. Yay, you're a ghost. (laughs) You're a ghost. (laughs) Um, Okay, so Miss Hannigan sings about how she fucking hates her life and also hates little girls. Okay? Valid. And she thinks if she killed one, she'd get an acquittal. Huh? Who's to say? A jury of her peers. <laughs> I hate it here. Keep going. Done. Okay. I'm fine. Now, in enters a very pretty lady named Grace. Will you grace us with your presence? Okay. Anyway, uh, she works for Daddy Warbucks, who is a billionaire, eat the rich, and (laughs) Daddy Warbucks wants an orphan to spend Christmas at the mansion for no reason. Um, And Annie is in the office getting yelled at, and so Grace... It's like, oh, I'll take Annie. And she's like, because Daddy Warbucks wants a boy. But then Annie's like, what if you took me? And so she's like, oh, well, he wants a 10-year-old. And she's like, what about 12-year-old? And she's like, a 12-year-old? Absolutely. Isn't this creepy um, that they're talking so about the ages she that takes they want? Annie. Okay, whatever. Listen, Daddy Warbucks has more money than God. Okay. So, okay. Grace takes Annie to... To the mansion. And we get everybody's resume in one song with, I think you're going to like it here. Because she's like, this person's going to give you a bath. This person cooks. This person re-shingles the roof every Thursday. Like, (laughs) why do we need to know what everybody does? We don't, but that song, the arrangement from the 1999 Disney version is so much better. It's Audra McDonald. It's so much better than any version I've ever heard. Yes. It's, it's, I was yes, upset There are that multiple film this. versions of this show. Yes. Unfortunately. But, yes. The, the uh, Disney yes. one is top tier. The Disney, the Disney version of this movie has Victor Garber. We all know him from season one, episode two. Audra McDonald. Kristen Chenoweth. Alan Cumming. Yes. Kathy Bates. Yes. Other people, it's very good. It is good. I have it. On, I had it on VHS. I found Andrea McCardle. Yes, she started be. It's on Disney Plus. Everybody, it is. Yes, Andrea McCardle was started be in this one. I love that one. Yeah. And then, um, can you believe Aldra sings that? Um, okay. Okay. Sorry. Never mind. We'll talk about it. None of this is real. No, no, no. Go for it. It's not. It's not to act two. We'll talk about it act two. <laughs> no, it's not. Okay, so, Daddy Warbucks comes in, and he's like, why the fuck is there a little girl here? Uh, Because aren't all orphaned boys? And, oh, also, he buys the Mona Lisa. 
Well, he buys a very rare painting, and ours was the Mona Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> That's all they could find in storage. That's hilarious. So, she, he's like, well, what do you want to do? And she's like, well, I've never seen the Emerald City. One short day in, in the Emerald city. The Emerald. <laughs> Come on, Ariana. Um, and they sing NYC. Where Started B is. Um, and he sings about how amazing NYC is. How there's a penny arcade. Uh, I don't know why. <laughs> That's what he says. And a mayor five foot two. And a mayor five foot two. Yes. Correct. And so he's like, I could buy you this city if you wanted it, Annie. We'll call it Annie YC. <laughs> NYC. NYC. <laughs> three bags, two bucks, one meal. No, three bucks, two bags. <laughs> right? Hold on. You yeah, sang the part, three. you don't even know it? Hold on. You did this role and you don't know the lines? <laughs> Wait, 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 is it three, four, four yeah. years ago? Two bags. <laughs> you remember giving out parts, and all I remember, it's a blur. I blacked out all of it. It's not even on my resume. <coughs> Start a B and Bert Healy will be on my resume forever. The one you won't remove. Oh, there are some that I have removed, sir. Oh, I'm so glad. Okay, keep going. Okay, so. Grace goes back to Hannigan and it's like, hey, we've had fun in the one day that we spent together. We're going to adopt Annie. And she's like, what the fuck? I don't like her. Why the fuck should she get a good life when I've tried so hard to do everything? Amen. Amen. And she's like, we'll come back later for the papers, mama. Amen. Amen. And she had every right. She had every right. Okay. So, uh... Miss Hannigan's brother, Rooster, comes in. And he's like, hey, sis, I need money. Well, he's there with his girlfriend, Lily St. Regis, Kristen Chenoweth, Megan Hilty, Jane Krakowski. Uh, Allegedly. I would have loved to have seen Jane Krakowski do this. Her and Titus, are you kidding me? It would have been great. It really would have. I would have been done. Um, Now, Miss Hannigan says, oh, Annie's going to be adopted by... Mr. Daddy, Papa Warbucks. Papa John's. <laughs> <laughs> a large, two-topping, any way you like it, for five ninety nine. This is not an ad. This is just part of the episode. So <laughs> <laughs> You can skip to the 35-minute so, mark um, for the next part. He's like, well, why the fuck? Right. So Rooster's like, now wait a minute. Why should she be with Mr. Warbucks when he has more bucks? Instead of less. Yes. Now, they sing about how their mom, who's burning in hell, because they look down. She's uh, Bernie Sanders? No, you Bernie. Okay. <laughs> I got you. We can do it. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> they are once again asking you to burn in hell. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he's gone. Oh, he's back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's gone again. There you go. Stop it! Stop it! So, they sing about how they're going to manipulate Daddy Warbucks into giving them money by using Annie's orphan ness to their advantage. Okay, so. Oh, okay, so we're back at the mansion. Are you ready? I'm ready. Um, And he's like, hey, I remember you have this necklace that I see you wearing all the time. Uh, I bought you a better one. Tiffany's. Little blue box. M- Moulin Rouge. Um, <laughs> so. Hey, sister. Little blue box. Um, and he said. I'm not on a line. Okay, so. Uh, and he's like. Did you, I'm, did you, to- I'm done. I'm sorry. I'm done. I'm just. <laughs> I'm done. He's like. I'm going to ask Annie. To be my child. Illegal. And it's so he weird. Wonders, it's weird. Mm. Oh, and this is the why should I change a thing, which is usually cut, and I'll allow it. Because um, it's a bad song. 
he says, I'm here's the necklace. I'm going to take that one. And she's like, no. And then she kicks him in the shin. Anyway, um, and she goes, this is the only thing that I have left of my parents. And this is the last hope. Much like Mandy Moore in that movie. It's her only hope <laughs> to to find her parents again. And he goes, you know what I'm going to do? I have every dollar ever printed on this earth in my possession. And I'm going to use it to manipulate the government into finding your parents. And then she goes, maybe. And that's the end of act one. And for some reason, they think we deserve a break. So intermission. Act two. We're on a TV. Nope. We're on a radio show. And Annie sings maybe for the third time. And, and Mr. Warbucks announces that there is a $50,000 reward for any information regarding Auntie's parents. Good for him. Good and for so you. we. Okay, I'm done. I'm doing that every time. Okay. I say. So she will be returning to High School Musical the Musical Season 3, where they do Frozen to everybody. So, They're doing Frozen? Yes. And good for them, they happy and healthy. Okay, so Mr. Healy, who was me, comes out and says, Annie, you're gonna your be gun. found. Sorry. And if not, here's a little jingle. Annie, get your gun. What? You. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. I just didn't hear what you yelled, so I was very confused. That's why I yelled it. And I was still confused. Okay, so... Um, <coughs> Are we going to ask the kids to enunciate, but we're not going to do that? We're not going to lead by example? Okay, cool. So, <laughs> he sings with the lovely Boylan sisters, played by Megan Duvall. Nope. Played by Megan... Uh, Megan. <laughs> played by Megan. And two other people in the cast. Wait, I'm uh, Megan? Yeah. Mike, mine that lives out there, she did that? She was a Boylan sister. No, she did not. Hold on. Yes, hey, she did. Megan, were you a Boylan sister? <laughs> Were you a boiling sister? Wow. She, I have to tell you what she did. She so unenthusiastically goes, yes, and then turned away. <sighs> so anyway. I, you didn't have to go and ask her because I told you and knew. I don't remember that. Hey, hobo man, hey, dap-a-dan. Anyway. I do like that little song. He sings. He sings for no reason other than a costume change. You're never fully dressed without a smile. And then... (laughs) It's true. Um, Now, wait. There was... One of my favorite things was my... Oh my gosh, what do they call the people who only make noise on the radio? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, a lot like you in this podcast. Foley artist. Oh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Foley artist. Shut up! So, my Foley artist was one of the moms of the orphans in the cast who was just also in the ensemble. And my one of my bits, bits uh, was I would pull a flask out while we sang the song and I would take a drink. And I would always pass her some. And one night... Cyrilda backstage put actual wine in the flask because we put like water in it and she put real wine in it and I like drank it and I was like this is wine <gasps> I have to give it to Christina and I like handed it to her and she like drank on stage I was like what is happening <laughs> I didn't know that I it was great that. I love that Let yeah yeah, yeah. So right. which is why every time I handed it to her after that she was she would always sniff it before she drank it You act like I watched the show. That's amazing. Anyway. Okay. Now we cut back to the orphanage and all the girls are listening to Annie on the radio. And they also sing, You're Never Fully Dressed Without a Smile. And people like that more because the little girl's singing. Fuck them. Okay. So. Do you know who else was in the Disney movie? These two people. What's her face from Lizzie McGuire? What's her face from Lizzie McGuire? She's one of the orphans. Hilary Duff? No. God. No. The other one. Miranda? (gasps) Lorraine. Yeah, whatever her name is. Yeah. I didn't like her because she left and wasn't in the movie. Anyway, go ahead. Yes. Okay. This is what dreams are made of. Hey, 
So many copyrighted songs that we're singing tonight. I love that for us. We. Yeah, it's mostly just me. Go ahead. So, two people come. Yes, two people come in and they say, Auntie, we are your mom and dad. Please come home with us. It's Rooster and Lillian to disguise everybody because they want the $50,000. Who does so, uh, And Hannigan goes, I found these people. I want half the money. Which is not a bad finder's fee. Take that, Herbert Hoover. Yeah. I do not look bad at this angle, so I'll keep my head like this for the remainder of the film. So- I literally look horrible. <laughs> I look like... <laughs> oh, my God. He's so ugly. I smell like beef. Okay. Now... Oh, my God. Here we go. We go to Washington, D.C. and President Franklin D. Roosevelt. Now... A lesbian. I would like to tell you... Oh, sorry. That was his wife. I would like to tell you two stories now. One of them actually happened in the show, and one of them happened in my real life. Okay. So... The one that happened in my real life was this. My uncle is a very, very sarcastic person. And he was talking to my grandmother one day. And she was talking about uh, the Roosevelts. And she was talking about Theodore Roosevelt, whom everybody called Teddy. And so she said, oh, well, you know, Teddy's going to go to that gala that they're all going to report on later this week whatever and my uncle goes oh teddy you two must be very close and she like slapped him because he was being like sarcastic and like (laughs) it's one of my favorite stories about my uncle and i'm like that is where i get it absolutely absolutely um absolutely now okay so I was, against my will, put in the cabinet scene. No, you were against your will put in the cast, but continue. Correct. I should have been like Megan and said I was just going to sit the whole time. So, <laughs> Megan, listen, I have never seen a person play a casting so smart. Y'all think Nessa, Roll, Nessa Rose gets to sit down? Ah. Megan Pridemore got to sit down. <gasps> y'all don't know about sitting until y'all saw a production of Annie. <laughs> It's not in the blocking. It is mine. It is now. It's mine. It's in my blocking. I love it. <laughs> and we're going to cross? No, we're not. She was part of the... Tr- <laughs> <coughs> my favorite is that Megan was soon added against her will to the cabinet scene just to sing a, a, a melody line. <laughs> <laughs> I have another story to tell about this show. <laughs> So, okay, so Roosevelt, and he's like, oh, yeah, we can totally do this. We can uh, make sure that um, the the cabinet and Franklin D. Roosevelt sing tomorrow for no reason. So one time I did not personally in my own life get along with the man who played our Roosevelt. That is just me. And that is how I will keep that phrase. Now, one night... He was not there. And so Taylor read his lines in the audience while his chair was still there. And there was some line that he said that, like, nobody in his cabinet agreed with. And that night, and there is a video of this, I literally just turned the chair and, like, pushed it to where it almost went off stage. And you said, no, baby. And you pushed him. You literally just pushed the chair. Oh, my God, I loved it. That's a great I watched that one often. I stand by that. I sit by it. I stand by it. Honey? So, okay. Okay, now we're back home. Oh, we're sitting... Okay, and Warbucks admits to Annie that he's richer than anybody in the world. But when he was growing up, things were hard, and he had to work hard for his money. Mm. He works hard for his money. I'm so sorry. And he sings, something was missing. The something that was missing was Annie. And soon to be Grace. Now, all these people, 
all these people keep coming in claiming to be Annie's parents. And he's like, hey, I will adopt you. And Annie's like, bet. Mansion, Grace, 15 people with resumes that they just sing to me. Let's do it. Now, this everybody's there. It's also, it's like Christmas, okay? It's like Christmas. It's very important for what's about to happen. Because it's Christmas, and they're like, let's adopt you right the fuck now. And so they call Judge Brandeis to, <laughs> to Judge Brandeis Annie 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 did that. Look what we're going for. Annie. What? Do you remember when he did that? Do you remember that? It was so funny. Oh my god, it was so funny. It was so you good. You have to tell that story. Tell it. Jim tell was it. great. Jim was great. He was funny. So, so me and Taylor had this running joke that Judge Brandeis was like torn away from his own family because it's you don't say no to like Oliver Warbucks because right. he has more money than God. And so Judge Brandeis came down on Christmas, but there's a whole production about him entering. And so he, y'all know the Judge Judy gif where she's like slapping the table and then slapping her watch. We just did that all the time when he walked in because we were not on stage. And one of the performances, I think he actually did. He did. did. He was like... And like tapping his wrist. And I was like, I love him. I absolutely love him. I don't think he knew what he was doing. It would... I think he just did it because he thought it was funny, but Who it did? worked. Commit to it. <laughs> Again, we did Annie in a black box. No curtain. Like a gray. We did Annie box. in a sandbox. <laughs> Judge Brandeis. Uh, he comes in and he's like, okay. Now, Warbucks and Annie dance together. And he's like, we're two of a kind. We're birds of a feather. And he, and then he's she's talking about a song he sings in the bathtub because she apparently listens to him while he bathes. Ew. Let's discuss that in a later episode. <laughs> and she's like, and what's that bathtub tune you always bubba boo? <laughs> I don't... Okay, this was... Taylor, I have a question because oh, yes, I sir. never and never will <laughs> read my music. Now, I also was not in this song. So, because I refused to be. So... <laughs> Is this the There's a part where he goes, yes, um, he says, I don't need anything, anything, I don't need anything but you. Okay, I understand that it says A-N-Y-T-H-I-N-G, yeah. but at any point... Yes, we did. Did we think to say... It was a third A-N-N-I-E. one. A-N-N-I-E. It was, I don't need anything, oh, was it? anything, anything. Yeah, it was. Before they I go I don't up. need anything. Yeah. yeah, it was because I think it's her first. She's like, no, it's him. I don't need anything. She says anything, and then Warbright said, um, anything. But I don't need anything <laughs> but food. And then curtain. <laughs> and then there's trays being spun. What is? I, I was like, I thought you were doing Evita. Like, <laughs> don't cry. Patty Lapone has entered the chat. Um, yeah, I love it. Madonna has left the chat. But she will not enter the previews of company. So. <laughs> Phone rings, door chimes, in comes Patty Lapone. Okay, sorry. I'm so dumb in my life. <laughs> okay, so people, this is our season finale. We, we will never be more coherent than this. <laughs> Taylor's not even drinking. So, this is just not, how he is. Not since the so, accident. Okay. Okay, so. Wait. We are... <laughs> I just didn't hear you. You said something about Michael Jackson. <laughs> I said not since the accident. Like you say. <clears throat> yes, I totally did say something about Michael Jackson. I said... Okay. Hey. It would be... If it was Michael Jackson, okay. it'd be... And he he... Sorry, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> When Annie gets adopted. Annie, are you okay? <laughs> Annie, are you okay? Can you tell us? Are you okay, Annie? Annie, is you an orphan? I don't know. I'm so bad. <laughs> Annie, are you I okay? Don't know. Are you okay? Okay, so, okay. y'all. It would work. Okay, so, 
Rooster and Lily come in and they say, "These are f- th- this is our child and we can prove it. But they also have the one thing nobody else has. Two fat asses and a big heart. No, Whoa! they have the locket. <laughs> they have the locket that Annie has. And she says, hey, Warbuck says, you know what? Okay. But can she stay for Christmas? Uh, oh, no, wait. This isn't Christmas. He goes, tomorrow's Christmas. So it's Joe Judge Brand. I still came over on Christmas Eve. Some people open their gifts then. Judge Brand dies. Antique. Antique. Okay. Everyone's home. Okay. So, the next morning... The next morning, she's like, I wonder what's going to happen when my parents come and get me. And we hear maybe for the fifth time, and even though this is th- the second reprise oh, somehow. Oh, it is. I thought I was like, is it tomorrow? It's just, no. Betcha then. Yeah, it's tomorrow. And then it goes into maybe. What is the constant theme in this Wait, show? Is it maybe or is it tomorrow? I think it's tomorrow. But she sings maybe like 15 times. Well, okay. Okay, sorry. Now, it's Christmas. And everybody's about to open their presents. You gotta do the picking by the book. Sorry. Hey, bitch. It's Christmas. Okay. Um, We went in two separate directions. Like our lives. Um, (laughs) And uh, Roosevelt comes in with the Secret Service. I see shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, the, the FBI say, hey, we found your real parents and they are no longer with us because they are unalive. You are truly, truly an orphan. Merry Christmas. And then they walk away. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> and they're working on Christmas. Good for them. And they say, no! Bad for their families. Good for holiday pay, right? It was the depression. I guess. So, great. Um, the Mudges show up uh, to come and get Annie and the reward money. But they are exposed for their lie and they are taken to jail. Uh, along with Miss Hannigan, who just kind of gets dragged down by them. Um, okay, but in Annie the Disney movie, soon, we have to talk about this. He adopted by Warbucks. In the Disney movie, when they take Miss Hannigan away, um, she's put on that um, that stretcher, and she sings Little Girls Dolly. again, and it's very upbeat. Oh, it's yeah. like, they're all saying, tucked away to the water vision of, or to the provision of, let Oh, God, I'm going to go watch the Disney version. It's, uh, it's so much more musical theater than it should be. But, oh, my God, I... Anyway. The Disney version is very good. It is. It is. It is. It is. There's a talk to each other. Uh, oh, my God. Come on, Kathy Bates. Come on, Kathy Bates. Come on. Sorry. So, um, all the other orphans that are there also get adopted by Warbugs because, of course, happy ending. Whatever. And uh, Roosevelt sings about a new deal for Christmas. That... Did we not cut that song? Sorry, MTI. Did we not cut that song? No, we did. No, no, we didn't. We sang it. We sang that song. Can you sing it for me now? Because I do not remember it. Uh, yes, I can. Because this is the song that we changed the blocking for, for, um, during tech. And Rocco said, we really shouldn't change things during tech. (laughs) this is the one where he's like I know the depressing's depressing the carers are still the stores aren't filled I hated the windows are minus their dressing you don't know this song? I hated it oh yes yeah it was bad it's a bad ending horrible we're getting a new deal for getting a new deal for getting a new deal for Christmas this year I remember now I'm so sorry Nathan Listen, the, do you not remember the night I just left after the cabinet scene? Oh, I absolutely And do. it was an actual performance? I absolutely do. That was a great night. I was ready to get home, too. I said, I clock, I clock into work at 5... I said, I clock in at work at 5 o'clock in the morning tomorrow. I'm leaving. 
So no. proud of you. And I remember anyway, that's Annie. That's Annie, girl. Taylor, did you have fun? Nathan, no. You know, I didn't hate this place. No, baby, I did have fun. I always have fun. <laughs> I truly, um, I wish we would have done any show but this. But I did have um, loads and loads of fun. I loved reminiscing. That was the fun part. Yes, which is why I wanted to do this show with you. Right. But you know, the next show we're going to do is Bright Star. <gasps> bright Star, Bright Day. I'm never going to get to do that show. It's never going to happen. Yes, it is. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Manifest. Manifest Destiny. Guys, I hope you enjoyed season three. Please get ready for season four because it is coming around the mountain when she comes. I don't know why I said that. Um, But... It's going to be great. There's going to be new shows, new hosts, old hosts, and still me, unfortunately. And I apologize (laughs) for that in advance. So, like a person who has drunk too much, in the end of every show, it is time to black out.